And if the dog could make noises like that, he would probably make those noises too, because it's not fun for, for, for the dog to change. It's not fun for any of us to change. We really want to continue doing the same thing we've always done, especially if it's gotten us the results that we think we want. Hey, I'm Jen Seelig. I am a certified health and wellness coach and a technology geek. I've been teaching people how to use technology since technology was invented. It seems like if you're a life coach or a solopreneur struggling with technology, stuck in technology drama in your own head, go on over to jenshilek.com, J-E-N-C-H-I-L-E-K.com and look for my tools for do-it-yourselfers to learn about technology, including courses and tip sheets, or reach out to me for help with your technology woes. Also, look for my Facebook group, Life Coaches Crushing Tech, and join so that you can learn from your fellow coaches and teach them and learn from me as well so that technology does not have to be your source of drama anymore. We are in the process of teaching our dog to be a better version of himself. I know, it's funny, right? (laughs) He's a pretty good dog too, but he likes to sit under the table at dinner time or at meal time and wait for food to be dropped, which is annoying, which is not my favorite thing that he does. So we are helping him evolve into a better version of himself by putting his little doggy bed around the corner from the table and telling him to go sit in it during mealtime. And to encourage this behavior, his evolution to a better dog, we will carry over a treat and give it to him in this doggy bed. And he's pretty food motivated. And so he's, he's, he's figured it out. And he has gotten to the point where when he hears me in the kitchen or when he smells food, he will go sit in his little doggy bed because he's gotten the the message that that is what we want him to do. And so he's morphing into that better version of dog that we are hoping that he'll get to. But on a weekend where my father-in-law's home <laughs> or someone else comes over and sits at the table, then the dog decides the rules don't apply and he'll come over to the table right next to the person and the person will probably give him food and then the whole process is kind of circumvented and then the whole next week we have to remind him oh no that's not the version of you that we're working towards you still have to go sit in your bed so that consistency with um, the process of learning a new habit is super important. And if you had little children in your house or you've been around little babies, you might remember this from trying to teach them or teaching them to sleep through the night. You put them in their bed, you kiss them and tell them you love them, you make sure that they're comfortable and they're not hurting and they're okay, and then you leave. And you have to maybe let them fret a little bit because If they aren't hungry or hurting or dirty or any of those things, then they probably just want to hang with you a little. Um, And part of that 
process, at least for me, of encouraging them to be independent at night was letting them fuss a little in bed. And if you remember that process, if you went in, it was like you reset the clock and you had to start all over again. You needed to wait and let them get themselves back to sleep. And that process is long and awful for the parent because the child is not happy with it. And if the dog could make noises like that, he would probably make those noises too, because it's not fun for, for, for the dog to change. It's not fun for any of us to change. We really want to continue doing the same thing we've always done, especially if it's gotten us the results that we think we want. But as we try to evolve into better versions of ourselves, all of this comes into play in our own head. And I think it's a little harder even for us when we don't have a parent that says, no, you can't get out of bed or a doggy parent that says, no, you can't have that treat unless you're in your doggy bed. If it's just us and it's in our own head, I think it's even harder because we can um, have conversations with ourselves and and circumvent ourselves in our own head really, really easily uh, without a lot of outside interference. So when we're trying to become a better version of ourselves, it can be really helpful to start visualizing that version of ourselves and thinking that we are that in our head. So if we were the dog, and if we had the power of visualization, then the dog could be thinking, oh, I am a dog who sits in my doggy bed, right? Or the baby could be, oh, I am a baby who sleeps through the night. Now, granted, both of, both of those two or, or beings aren't going to have the, the desire or the mental capacity. I don't think. Maybe the dog could. I'm not sure. Maybe the baby could, but I don't think so. But we as grown-up humans have that ability to actually think and kind of project the person that we want to be and see it in our head. Because if we start believing that we are a kind of person who journals in the morning, for example, and we, we believe it and we say it and we set out to accomplish it, then we're more likely to do it. If we decide that we want to journal every day and we set an alarm and we get the journal out and we set the coffee to go and we talk about, oh, I'm journaling, oh, I'm going to get up and journal, tomorrow I journal, every day I journal, then that helps us to become that version of ourselves that journals. And if we want to stop doing something, if we want to be a person who doesn't drink during the week, then... We can talk about, oh, I'm going to have a glass of wine on the weekend. Oh, let next weekend we'll go out and we'll do have margaritas. And then if you manage to go the whole week without drinking, don't start popping a bottle on Friday because it's still the week then, right? If your goal is to be a person who drinks on the weekend, then decide what the weekend is and stick to that and be that person. Because if you don't circumvent your own brain. If you follow through with what your goals are and what your plans are for yourself, if you can become the adult in your own head, then you start trusting yourself and you start believing that you are also a person who follows through and a person who trusts themselves and a person who is valuable and worthy of big things and evolving. You're not a child and you're not a dog. (laughs) You can become whatever version of you you want to. And doing those things like visualizing and making sure that you are rewarding yourself in positive ways, 
like a margarita on a Saturday, but not treats under the table because that's not the person you're becoming, right? Those things can really help you as you evolve into whatever it is you want to turn into. And by the way, if you're good with who you are and where you are now, don't feel the pressure to have to evolve. You are valuable as you are today. Nothing else. You don't have to accomplish anything or evolve anyway if you don't want to. It's, it's, it's all good. So don't beat yourself up for not being who you want to be. But if you want to be somebody else, set the steps up so that you can do it. Because you can if you want to. Just something to think about. We'd love to hear what you think about this episode and other ideas that you'd like us to cover with regard to technology and staying sane in today's world. If you are a life coach struggling with technology confusion and drama in your own head, let me know how I can help. Head over to jenshelik.com, J-E-N-C-H-I-L-E-K.com and pop me a message. Let me know what you thought of this and what you'd like to hear more of. Thanks. Thanks.